Welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. And today I have somebody who's um, been in the, the crypto NFT space for a good while now. And I'm sure we're just going to absorb all the knowledge and all the gems that he's got for us. Uh, his name is Antonio. He's a community builder, which is one of the hottest jobs at the moment. Sounds so simple, but such a big task and so important when it comes to the NFT space. Been in the, the creative industry for over seven years and he's worked on many different projects. And we'll have him here today to talk about himself and also a project he's working on now, which is Metamundo. Uh, how are you doing, Antonio? Sean, thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Um, Amsterdam is uh, still a little bit gray, but um, yeah, excited, excited. It has been, um, it's been a roller coaster seeing the whole Web3 space. Um, I think everyone knows what's happening in it or everyone has um, heard of it but I remember at the beginning of when I started with this the entire blockchain and cryptocurrency word never in my in my wildest dream I would have thought we would be here so it's um, yeah exciting times to be alive I guess it is it isn't talking on on, on our side of the pond Europe how is it in Amsterdam? Are people talking about it? I know you got the AMS. Is it is it AMS Fest? Uh, Met Ams. Met Met Ams. Yeah, the Met Ams. Yeah. Fest. So oh. Amsterdam, it's. Um, I think this is so Edmund who runs Met Ams. We've talked about kind of like the ecosystem and also the difference between Europe and and the US and actually Asia. Um, I think we we kind of see. Uh, a little bit of setback here in the sense of we are a bit more conservative in Europe in general. Yeah. And the um, US, it's, it's really, I mean, we all know it's quite capitalistic driven and et cetera, and, and regulations tend to be much more loose. Um, Asia, I mean, I, I feel like not, I mean, we know about it, but from what I hear from people that are in Hong Kong and etc., there it's even more the case. There it's everyone. I have friends that uh, that come from like traditional VC investing in um, in Asia, and um, and they're just flocking out to what three crypto investment. Um, there's there's big companies there beyond the, the usual Animoca and et cetera, um, big VC investment um, that is either Web3 or just Metaverse or just crypto or Justify. There is a massive um, um, influx of people just switching, right? Um, here in Europe, I think what is happening is fear of regulation, right? I think we are seeing already, I believe the European Commission has already taken on board this, this entire idea of coming through with fairly strict regulations, both on the cryptocurrency side and, and the NFT side. So digital assets and kind of like, um, yeah, digital ownership of assets and et cetera. Um, and I feel like everyone is a bit like, let's wait and see what the European Union does and then kind of like act upon it afterwards. Because, I mean, I, I know for us, for example, with Metamundo, 
it isn't it's not favorable right from a from a tax from a tax standpoint to um to a lawyer standpoint um it, it's it's europe is a bit more beyond lisbon lisbon has become kind of like the yeah. go-to precisely because regulation is very is very loose there almost almost none um you you will start seeing kind of like regulation defining the strength of the ecosystems um yeah just because no one wants to you know start and invest in etc and then only to understand that they have to be cut off or have to move and etc and we saw what happened with binance um in europe and etc so yeah in amsterdam precisely i think there is there is quite an interesting ecosystem um compared to lisbon compared to london it's still at its infancy but the, the people that are here are quite um knowledgeable and i see interestingly enough a lot of web 2 companies moving towards web 3 yeah instead of native web 3 a lot of big um big web 2 companies especially in in fashion moving into web 3 with we've seen g star we've seen tommy hilfiger dabbling in it uh, we've seen the fabricant and their success so i think amsterdam um when it comes to digital web 3 uh, sorry uh, fashion web 3 and and the the kind of switch between web 2 web 3 that that is it's quite strong here but yeah. native web 3 companies not as much as um as we would like to okay i mean fair enough i mean i guess i kind of feel that's the same within the uk to a certain extent i feel like yeah the, in america it's like lfg like come on yeah <laughs> in the uk like i said very conserved europe just very just reserved and having to look at the space and but i did see the other day <clears throat> i don't know if you've seen it um basically the in the courts they announced that they seen nfts as a property right um, yeah so that's that's interesting that's progress and that hasn't been said in the us either so <clears throat> say that we're kind of reserved but we've taken that step forward to actually see nfts as some actual something as some sort of asset how do you how did you take that because to me there was a bit of a mixed uh feeling in the sense of i mean the 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 great positive side is that you have as much as any other asset rights so if yeah. someone steals from you an nft you'll have the same rights for for persecution and etc but at the same time um i I, I am always concerned of the idea of bundling um, like, let's say, traditional assets or physical assets with digital ones. Because ideally, in my, my view, we need new regulations mm -hmm. because specifically it, it doesn't work the same way that a physical asset would, yeah. right? Um, there are different mechanics to it. There are different um potential um yeah it, it I, I would love to see almost what i would love to see is 
the European Union or almost every nation having almost like a minister just for digital um, rights and, and, and digital assets and etc. And a whole set of new regulations that are not, let's bundle this with what we did previously, mm-hmm. but this is, it's, it's, a, it's a very different um, type of asset. I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think, I think the reason why they've done that is just to say that we see you. Okay. And, yeah. And we, we acknowledge you. And we, and I think maybe, I think we have to take you serious. In order to take you, in order to take you serious, we have to put you somewhere. But I think with the rapid growth, I think there's going to be a lot of challenges. Uh, things are going to be questioned around the technology that they've never come across before or the assets don't bring. And that's when the regulators will be created as they go along. Right. As more so, pop up. Uh, uh, that's, that's my opinion. Right. So the, the positive in there is we're recognizing that this is valuable and we want to give you the rights for it as we, we're not, it's, we're taking you seriously in the sense of, we know you care about this and we, we want to give you right. It's not just a JPEG and yeah. we're not caring yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and, that's, and, that's a, and that's a massive step forward. That's a massive step forward. Cool. So, um, yeah, so going on. Okay. So Amsterdam, obviously Europe, just a bit behind the US um, for numerous reasons, but I do feel it's picking up within Europe too also, hence the real life events. Uh, people talking about it, like me and you connected now, totally. you're based in Europe, but and you've got you've done so many things. And I feel like everyone that is based in Europe has been speaking to their network in the US because mm. they could speak to it for a certain amount of time, but people are starting to pop up their front and center now. Right. Connecting so the community is starting to build over here, which is great. Because I mean right. NFTMYC, uh NFTLA, all them things going on in the US. Basically, there's nothing really going as such over here and it's a bit like okay then it's a bit of a bummer because i have to travel across the world to even right. go to a major event uh, so i look to see more events i look to see people like yourself getting involved with events and bringing the community together and building over here and having some kind of hub where we can say look this is what we're doing in europe people from totally. travel over here right right <laughs> yeah totally um I think, I mean, I've been to Lisbon last month for non-fungible conference. Mm-hmm. I did see that that was taken seriously. <clears throat> the Sandbox was sponsoring that and, and it was quite a, quite a, a, big, um, a big event in terms of scale and also reputation and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are happening in Lisbon that are interesting. Um, again, I, I do think un, unless we find that unlocking of, okay, we're sure that regulation won't um, like trap us into, into demos what, what that will look like, mm-hmm. we won't see, but as soon as that will kind of like get unlocked, we will see like this massive rush. And I think there is a lot of latent, um, yeah, kind of like, new new things are being built new things are being discovered new connections are being created and it's kind of like it's there it just needs that that spark to kind of like blow up to to the proportion that it should be because i mean ideally europe should be leading on this we have we have we have an insane amount of talent here and and it's much easier for us to create 
you know, like we have Paris and Lisbon and London and Amsterdam and Berlin and Milan and I mean, Switzerland is here. So there should be a, a super, um, um, yeah, kind of like a massive uh, back and forth of, of ideas. And, and, and I would love to see way more companies coming out from, from Europe. I would love to see like an explosion of companies coming out from you. There is there is quite a lot. Um, I would love to hear like some some success story to the scale of the Sandbox, Animoca, or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, here in Europe, which we are almost at, but not really, right? Um, what why does that matter to you though? I mean, I've seen us. And the reason why I ask that is because I'm, I, I mean, I, when I talk about location, it's for selfish reasons. The fact that I don't have to travel across the world, mm. so anywhere. But in regards to companies being successful, I feel like whether it's Bored Apes or Animoca, it doesn't matter where they're located. They're, they're they're bringing some value to the space and exposure to the space. Uh, well, that's always good for growth because it's yeah. a decentralization blockchain brings a global market. It doesn't matter where you are now, but that's my beliefs. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, I do think, though, that, you know, if we have, let's say, a success story, and not because I care where they are and et cetera, it just brings to the spotlight Europe in, in yeah. a sense of, we, we will need, like, the reason the US is, is fueling now, and the same with, with, um, with Asia, is that VCs are really pushing so and anderson horowitz is in the us because and maybe this is a two-way street because there is a yuga labs in the us and vice versa let's say so what i would love to see there is an animoca there because um what i would love to see is having a big success success story here and then starting to see proper big capital being pushed in Europe because that's going to be kind of like the oil to the engine for it to start growing and growing and growing. And, and yeah, as I said, this is, I think, I mean, this is a bit of an assumption, but I don't think I'm too far from it. Um, they are, um, they'll be hesitant because they don't want to invest on something that might have a repercussion. And that could be even something like, um, we're investing in a marketplace and all of a sudden you have to KYC everything um, yeah. and et cetera. Or you're investing in a marketplace that takes a 2% fee, but you have to pay a 21% tax um, on every sale. And then basically you're not, you don't really have a business model, this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. I understand that. So the, the, the business side of it, the precaution side of it, I, I, I do feel like this talk creatives because I mean, you have worked with creatives. Yeah, uh, help creatives into the into the space. Um, there's a lot. There's so many creatives within the UK. True. So many uh, on the art level, also musicians popping up, and, and I'm sure there's going to be many more. Um, like, to, is there anyone you that you can say that you've worked with or helped on board to the space in the UK that you're really excited about, or who had some success there? Uh, you mean uh, creative? Creative, yeah, yeah, creative, yeah. Um, well. We have some, okay, this is a bit of alpha. Um, love alphas, keep them going. We are working, we are working, I think you know her, uh, with Mila, 
Mila oh, Lovin, yeah. uh, from from the UK, and we are working on, on on building something together to to drop, and we're really excited to see what we've seen some some drafts of it. Um, really exciting stuff. Um, so so specifically to the UK, that's that's one. I mean. A lot of other artists, we are doing our first drop with Dutch Tide, which okay. I don't know if you know. Um, and he's Dutch based, but it's not because it was easy to find him. It's just because he's an incredible artist with this Japanese um, uh, aesthetic that really got into yeah, the whole Azuki um, um, members yeah. kind of became really uh, connected to it. And then he, now he's like a, a very successful artist. He happens to be two hours from us. Um, and we're doing our first drop with him, which is going to be basically um, a Zen art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an environment. Um, Louis Friend, which is US-based. Uh, it's another artist that we're working with and, and various more um, there are some other talks with with, with others, um, some US based and some some Europe based. But there is, I, I agree, I completely agree with you that the pool of talent on the creative side, it's it's incredible here. And we, I mean, there will be beyond. So you have capital on one side, you have talent on the other side, and then you have network on the other side. And then once once you start creating these three pillars. Then you have enough foundation to start creating kind of like this is the first floor and then we create more pillars then another floor and then we start building this this ecosystem right so so creators we're starting to see that happening a lot and there is a lot of them that are um yeah kind of like either switching from from traditional i have a lot of friends that come from traditional advertisement uh, agency side they're moving into web3 um, our creative director, um, who's a designer himself and an artist himself, he is an ex-Booking.com and ex-Adidas, and now he's moved into Web3. Um, so there is a lot of that happening, and that's one pillar. Network, we still need to work on that, but we're we're doing pretty well already. I mean, yeah. you have your own event, and, and that's successful, and Emila has her own event. And in Lisbon stuff is happening. We are doing events here mm-hmm. and, and NFT Paris just happened and NFT Berlin is happening next month, uh, this month actually. So there is that kind of like bubbling and bubbling, bubbling and to a, to a pretty good scale. I mean, and NFC in Lisbon was two, 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. Matams is going to be 2,000, two, 3,000 people. NFT Berlin, same thing. NFT Paris was, was um, Mark, one of our co-founders was there and was like production wise he told me it was one of the best events he's ever been even mm-hmm. even better than miami and etc so that that is happening mm-hmm. and now we need that that third pillar where vcs are and not because we need money but we you need to have that you know you need to have yeah that fuel to the fire um otherwise it, otherwise once excitement starts um, maybe kind of like the headlines start to become less and less um, and etc. You still need that um, enough enough 
to the core, enough fire to that core to keep building, you know? It's very easy when everyone builds, when there's the headlines, when, when there's the other side, when there is uh, the board apes are so, it's very easy to get really excited. When that slows down, that's really the defining moment for an ecosystem. I feel, that, I feel we're at that point because all the amazing things we're seeing happening from obviously, obviously you've got a yoga labs with, with obviously the contracts, um, right. people losing a lot of money on gas. You right. had uh, the Michael Johnson with the money right. getting paid up in that. Right. And then you've in between, you've had like the incidents with the hacks with Ronin and uh, right. like all these things of ridiculous amounts, millions uh, of dollars. Uh, either going missing or getting tied up, right? Whole system, um, which is going to create challenges. And everyone's like, everyone always had everything great to say about NFTs. And when it comes to board apes, everyone's like, holy grail, board apes. Now Yoga Labs have kind of yeah. made done something not as smooth as they normally have, considering mm. so many drops. Mm. They've got a lot of backlash from that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, but so there is two things. Um, one, I think. You know, the reason, the reason Yoga Labs is getting this backlash is precisely because there was way too much demand. And Yoga Labs still made 327 million on the first day. Yeah. And let's not forget their secondary market is something like it's 600 million now. Great. So like when they tell you, oh, things are steaming off, saying we just like Yoga Labs just made in four days, almost a billion. So that's one. We've seen Moonbirds and how Moonbirds was yeah. a crazy. So like seeing Moonbirds um, doing almost better than than like having a floor price higher than than, than Azuki than than Bore Ape and etc. On a weekend they did a, an insane um, turnover too. Um, what I think is happening is more than more than um, a slowdown it's arriving to kind of like we're capping we're like this is how much we can take the, ta the tech mm -hmm. we can push it so so i think it's it's almost paradoxical but i agree with you that a lot of people are becoming after saturday with the other side a lot of people were disenchanted also because mm -hmm. remember most most of every other project, their floor prices went super down just because people wanted to take capital out from those projects, even at, um, and then start pushing it into the other side and only for that to evaporate. So we like the market cap of the entire NFT ecosystem just did like one step down in, in a weekend. Um, but we are, we are starting to realize that we are at this level, level three phase that we have to enter with, with, with Web3 and that we don't have yet the tools to, to enter this new, um, this new level to it, right? Um, and, and one is just a scalability problem, like a pure technical problem. Um, the other side is there is so much capital we can push into this. Like eventually, like we started seeing, like eventually we start seeing that if a project has to succeed, 
others have to lower the floor prices because capital has to be taken out from it. Um, and, and, and then once, unfortunately, big names start getting this bad rep, it arrives the point where the ones that are disenchanted by this from the beginning, they're like, I told you so, oh, you see? And people start believing it. You know, when you burn 20, 30, 40K uh, on something and you don't get anything from it, you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm being a degenerate here. <laughs> you know what, I was, I thought, one thing you know? I'll say to that, a few things that point, like, came to mind when you were talking about that. Okay, what, first thing is, okay, then the, the space, is clearly the space, highlights the space is very young because if one project, one brand can influence the whole market, right? Um, there's that's that's crazy. That doesn't happen in the real world. I mean, that's like Nike announcing they're going to sell something and everybody's selling everything they've got to buy right. into that. So that just says that okay, there's still a lot of space and a lot of growth, and there's one type of obviously the dominate the PFP projects dominate the markets clearly the NFT space. Right. Whereas we know that NFTs is going to like disrupt every industry like music fashion right. things that you mentioned right. so the minute that comes into play things like that won't be have such an impact i feel exactly. and then the second thing is, is that I, I mean i don't know if you own an ap self but no, people create to forget him <laughs> that how much money have you earned from board apes before yeah. that before that happened i mean okay it's happened some projects launch and this happens straight away in regards right. to the, there's people that have I, I know it happened on the hundreds when that dropped people lost lots of money in their gas mm. but it wasn't really talked about but i don't i just kind of think like you've taken so much from the space you've you've probably turned you could be a millionaire now depending on what mm -hmm. you have you made hundreds of thousands of dollars and that's happened they said they're going to refund it which they have i think they announced today yeah, yeah. what's the issue there's going to be it's early tech Right. There's going to be hiccups. There's things that are going to happen. But it's a grinding period, hence why you're getting the rewards so early. So take the rewards. Right. Also take the mishaps when they happen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. And and I've I my stance on this is it's very easy to blame. And it's very easy to take it personally, right? Um and I completely agree with you. There isn't there hasn't been in the history of humankind any such asymmetric returns apart from probably board ape itself but nfts in general like we're talking about tens of thousand percent return yeah so that's one um second part is yes we have realized okay maybe um this is the point where the system starts to crumble like we really pushed it to the limit um, and everyone will have mixed feelings by it. I, I didn't mean it at all. I, it's very easy for me to say from the other side, for real. <laughs> um, oh, there is no point blaming people. This is the game you're playing. You know, you know, this is the game you got into. Yeah. Like the contracts were, were, were transparent and open. Everyone could audit the contracts. No one came before saying, oh, this is not optimized. This is gonna, um, it, it's all very, you know, hindsight is 2020, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's the other part. And, but you, you make a good point on um, NFTs being a canvas, right? Mm -hmm. This is 
It's a piece of technology, it's a canvas. It's a point of moving, I wanna say away from PFPs, but growing the pie by integrating new verticals, right? Mm -hmm. And music, I mean, we both agree that music, I think, I think it's kind of becoming already, I've worked in music and blockchain before. I mean, like if you look at specific music uh, ecosystem, kind of like the traditional one, it's, it's an absolute mess. Like yeah. if you're a musician out there trying to get, get like some money or survive on, on Spotify uh, royalties, good luck, good <laughs> luck. Um, so, so it's a matter of that. It's okay, we have capped, let's say the PFP, let's say market cap, mm -hmm. but there is so many verticals we can tap into because NFTs are a canvas, because they are a piece of technology that can be, um, can be utilized across, across, um, yeah, across fields. Mm -hmm. um, so I think what we should start doing now, and this is what we're doing with Metamundo a little bit, is we've had, I mean, I wouldn't say it's finished, but it reached its peak, the PFP, the PFP summer, mm -hmm. 3D, makes a lot of sense and we are we're pushing for just a 3d marketplace for example i think 3d makes a lot of sense especially with with the upcoming um, um metaverse uh, and, and and in game um um yeah play to earn stuff and etc but we're starting to see fashion we're starting to see uh, fashion with wearables we're starting to see music music and and, and this this ecosystem should be thrown out of the window and just restarted from scratch. Uh, we're gonna start to see kind of like more traditional stuff that is not just creative stuff like contracts. Uh, we're starting to see tickets. We're mm -hmm. starting to see agreements. We're starting to see property. We're starting to see... so that's where we should start moving. Not going up. Let's mm -hmm. go sideways. Yeah. Let's go other verticals. Facts. So it, what I, when, I, when, I, when I talk to a lot of people, they are saying, oh, you've been to Web3 space, tell me how should I start and et cetera, et cetera. What I say is find a new, don't start a new PFP project, don't. Let's find a new, a new business model for, and we've seen, we've seen with music, music with NFTs has created, I think four or five new business models. One being, and if buying NFTs as a percentage of the royalties in perpetuity. So I, I buy an NFT of your song, I buy 2% of your future royalties. And that's what Royal is doing with Nas and now mm -hmm. they're doing it with Diplo. And then there is the usual vinyl-like one-to-one. That's what Catalog is doing. I'm gonna buy your NFT. That's just one edition. And, and that's that. And then there is buying NFT as a membership. So yeah. that's the Patreon model. It's, you have tiers of things and you get access to, to the artists, to, to tickets, to merch, to et cetera. Mm -hmm. That's three business models already. Mm -hmm. um, there is plenty other more that, that can, we have, we have like DeFi starting to kind of create these liquidity pools where Basically, you can get your royalties up front. You can go and tap into these liquidity pools 
and grab money out of it um, as a way to go and fund your albums and etc and and in return you just give a percentage of your royalties go into the liquidity so 10 15 artists they all pull in this money and then everyone can go and pick up um, whatever they need in mm-hmm. percentage and you can use the nft as a collateral yeah that, right and then we're starting to see DAOs. DAOs becoming basically the web3 version of record labels which makes a lot of sense is one DAO, multiple people joining in into this into this wallet pulling in money and then trickling it down to and, and then voted with proposals and etc that's i already explained five or six mm-hmm. Like so far, for more than a century, we have we have used this model of you know we still have mechanical royalties and performance royalties. Just the very fact that we still have this idea that people used to write music uh, on paper and some people used to perform it and sing it, and those two royalties are different. We have royalty collecting agencies. We have publishers. We have record labels. We have DSPs, we have distribution platforms. Everyone is getting a cut of that. Um, we have record labels taking 50, 60% basically just to market you. Now they're starting to get even live uh, music percentages. And you're like, I signed an agreement for 50% royalties. You're taking even my master rights. The master rights are of the, you're just getting paid your royalty back. And, to just and touch basically, on that, it's a bank loan. Just to touch on that, Anton, just to, like that's happened to the the most successful yeah. artists in the world. Like, and I'm sure you've seen you've seen Snoop Dogg talking about that the other day. Totally. He's only just he only just got his masters back, uh, and obviously he's he's yeah. signed to a, a death row label. Yeah. But like, yeah, this happened. This has been happening for many Since years. Kanye West and, and Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what's her name? Um, um, the, the, the... Yeah, there is another, there is multiple people that there's, try. There's, there's many of us it's happened to, and it's just, and it's it's just happened, and it's nothing's being challenged, nothing is being said. It's just been okay. This is what happened. You signed the contract. That right. it. Whereas I feel like the transparency that blockchain NFT brings in it, and I feel that because it's such a new technology, if you educate yourself now as a creator. Right. You can put yourself at the the le- level of knowledge as as a, a a label or somebody else. No one could right. tell you this is how it goes. You, you you should know how it works, right. and you can have control of your content or your music or whatever you create through NFTs and blockchain. And that's the that's why I think that's the amazing thing. Where what you put in is what you get out. The same right. thing can happen in the. I thought the same thing still can happen in NFT space if you allow it to. People right. still marketplace will still take. Big percentages percentages if you don't take on board this excuse upon ownership of what right. you're doing and controlling uh, and that that business side of it and what right. what's your thoughts on that and i mean my take is the the let's say specifically to record labels mm-hmm. they have they have used two methods one is unfortunately musicians and artists in general don't care and cannot be like cannot be fast to look at contracts and agreements mm-hmm. and making sure they're like you're giving me a big bag i can make music and not think about anything else 
great. That's it. And they know that. Record labels know this. A lot of people only realize afterwards, especially if you're an independent artist. Uh, if there is any independent artist, please, if you're signed with a record label, get a lawyer <laughs> to be on your side. Seriously, seriously. Um, so that's one side. Um, the second part, and this is what you touched upon, and it's true, is it is really at this moment where you should really push yourself to be upfront on this stuff because record labels are scrapping on trying to figure this out themselves. They have no idea. They're trying to hire a couple of people to consult them and et cetera. They have no idea what's going to happen. They have no idea, et cetera, et cetera. We also start, started seeing the rise of independent artists. In percentages, it's much smaller, but the growth percentage, it's quite, it's quite interesting. I think an even more interesting idea than trying to get your master rights before um, um, uh, back is the idea of, for example, Frank Ocean and what he did with, with that term and saying, I've closed my contract with you, I've delivered my albums, I'm gonna go independent and release my own album, which was Blonde, and then that being a massive success. And Frank Ocean is getting 100% of all of that, mm -hmm. everything. It's all his, Chance the Rapper doing the same thing, just staying independent, all of this stuff. So this is all happening. And, and this is the perfect moment to really dive in it because then you can define it. You mm -hmm. can create the business model. You, you're going to be, you know, record labels have entire lawyer teams. They have seriously six, seven, eight, like in-house and a network of them. Um, uh, but enough, but we've seen an insane amount of, uh, of, of um, yeah, uh, lawyer fights between record labels and musicians. We saw the Eminem one, the Strokes, etc. Um, those lawyers right now don't really know what's happening. No, this is your moment. This is your moment to arrive on that table, if you ever want to arrive even to that table, and say, "Here is how it works." You have no idea how it works. I'm going to tell you how it works because I've been into this for like four or five years now. And it's, it's not your contract. It's a smart contract. Let me tell you how a smart contract works. That's a different thing. I can do splits in the smart contract. All of my, all of my band member, I can just literally code in there. They were getting splits as royalties come in and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's it's this is the moment to get the first mover advantage and that first mover advantage in the next decade will come like will pay dividends yeah and that's and that's what i think is the great forget everything else that's going on that's what i think is the greatest opportunity now the fact that we right. could do that where there is going to be a reset to a whole new ecosystem and this digital world that we everyone lives on and something's going to be created on there where we can own a piece of this right. world and if we understand that there's great opportunity whatever you do i think it, whatever you're interested in whether it's photography music music if you're into you're an insurer like really right. play anything to do with a contract between two individuals and transactions it's going to be worth looking right. into so um yeah, yeah. And I mean, but here is, we play a role too, being inside Web3. And this is why 
when when we talked i said i feel like educators and and people even this conversation being out and etc and explaining that's like a very important role in web3 because often and i said this to a friend of mine i said web3 is beyond an economic system or creativity and etc it's almost a religion in itself it's a, it has its own language it has its own behaviors it has its own visual symbolism and this kind of stuff we know like if i tell wagmi to my girlfriend she is like have you lost your mind um, but and and so we need to be sure to not be us against them mm-hmm. although by definition that is that is going to happen but to the newcomers we should be we should lower the the obstacle to entry because otherwise they face a wall and they're like okay this is way too complicated for me i i'm not going to dabble into this and this is the role of the educators like there is nothing you can do better now beyond creating new things and etc be the the mediator between the web 2 and web 3 be the person in between that speaks that language that it, that takes those really tricky ERC 1155 um contract and ERC 721 and this is the difference between take those and transform them into layman terms and then push it to the masses and that and that is our responsibility it's beyond telling them oh you should really get into this and 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 them thinking well okay you you have skin in the game of course you want me to to get into your into your little ponzi scheme you know <laughs> that's what they think like yeah, you have yeah. to really think of a no one that has never dabbled into this for them it's you have skin in the game you want me to enter your your mlm uh, yeah. um, right and and it's our my what i say to to a lot of the artists the friends or etc that tell me oh but this is interesting i want to know my take is be a user start dabbling read listen watch um, go and like touch upon buy smaller stuff and etc just to become like familiar with the thing instead of reading the the, the headlines and etc and then and then make a point of of your own i i always try to really never say you should get into this this is this is you know like never. this is amazing like if you don't do it now uh, your time is gone and etc never i like dabble into it make your own judgment because a lot of the people also that that are a bit hesitant by it are hesitant without really knowing what's going on if i tell them do you know what a proof of stake is or a proof of work is mm-hmm. don't even know so you're making a judgment on on something no, you lack of knowledge know. isn't it and this exactly. and I, i totally i couldn't agree with you more like this was my whole stance of when i even created nft talks um is when i when i first actually when the penny always say when the penny dropped me to understand nfts i was like oh my god this is amazing this is going to change but like that was my vision that, right. and I, when i went to tell everybody else everybody was like what are you talking about so right. i thought okay then i want to explain to people I want people to kind of see the opportunities i see and right. i want people to be a part of this but there's obviously a, a barrier in routine right. understanding so i thought what what better can I, what can i do in order to kind of bridge 
bridge that barrier right. and it is simplifying what's going right. on so uh having great conversation with people like yourself for the nft community so i think through converse through conversation is so many gems that if we just said we we're going to talk about this then it's just a conversation about that but because we're talking about so many different areas right so much things questions may be asked um and just na general natural responses uh to honest responses and it gives people an idea where things are at where things could be what people are thinking about and then if somebody listens to this conversation that might spark them to think oh well maybe i could do this i understand right. it through that conversation and whatnot so um yeah i like just to, to go back is like so important education is the main thing at this point i feel yeah you, even, I mean, for, even for these projects i don't understand why there's so many projects and every project should have, even especially the big brands, an education area to onboard their audience. Because if you don't onboard them properly, things like ha that happened to obviously the, the gas fees and small things that could be stopped, right. scams that could be stopped from people clicking on links and whatnot. Right. It's going to burn people. And once they're burnt, they're right. going to leave and not going to come back. And they're going right. to talk negatively about the space. And that's going to slow down growth to the space because we need people you know i mean the greatest entity the, the web totally. great we need mass adoption yeah we need we need an people. army yeah. yeah we need an army absolutely yeah i mean it's it's still um i think that is one of the main points for us for for this web3 thing to to really succeed is you know there is this this idea of um the law of diffusion and innovation right mm -hmm. there is like the, the the kind of like the innovators and that's like the 1.5 percent and those people are always trying to find new things and that's it's in their nature to go and find new things and then there is like the early adopters right and that's like a 15 percent and those are like people that know the innovators and the innovators are got them into it and i feel like we are there now we have 15 16 percent penetration i think I've heard last time 10% um, of the US um, uh, owns some sort of cryptocurrencies. I think yeah. we just crossed um, 100 million MetaMask uh, wallets, which is like we're starting to talk about. But that phase from, from the next chasm, right? That the next step to get that those two trenches of mass market, mm -hmm. that that step it's 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 um is the essential part to you know to the internet becoming oh it's a thing where you can watch i don't know your football game yeah. or like yeah well there is there is television there is recording tape like what what you're talking to me. um it's explaining that that um to kind of like um, a bigger audience but we have to change a bit of it the language we have to stop the entire it's us against you and i mean i i mean i am i blame myself too i i, I am i'm the first one that loves a good wag me and and and, and, and says gm in the morning and i'm the first one i just done it where it's the record labels are shit and and, and this kind of stuff so i we all have to learn to kind of like um tapered that down they're, they're fact this stuff is they're facts that what you're saying are facts right you're not, you're not saying that if a record label came to you you wouldn't help no get, yeah, yeah. What, what i'm trying to say is 
it's not the best approach to yeah. to get like that mass market. It's yeah, not yeah. the best approach. And the same will be with regulation and, 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 and politicians. The best approach will be, okay, we're open. We understand where you're coming from. This is where we are coming from. Let's find a, a compromise. Let's find a, a good right. middle ground. Um, same thing with record labels. Uh, maybe we can arrive to a point where, I don't know, it's kind of like a hybrid situation where master rights are given back. And any step forward, mm -hmm. it's a good step. Um, but yeah, like, as I said, it, you're right, they are facts, but, but I realize it's not the best approach. And I realized this only years after, because I used to be like this five years ago when I was working in music and blockchain, and I was telling every artist, you should get into this, this is, this is your moment, and et cetera, et cetera. And if they did, they would be way better off. So, but they didn't listen to me. I remember, I remember clearly going to pitch to clients, to companies. Everyone looked at me like I was an alien. And I realize only now it was my attitude. It was the way I was conveying that message mm -hmm. that threw them off. And I was right. I was right. If they did listen to me at that time, they would be like, they would be way better off. But they didn't listen to me. I mean, not as much as I expected. To me at the time, it made complete sense. It's like, yeah. I, I was always perplexed. I was like, how, is, how are you not getting it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I realized that it was the attitude of how I was trying to, to convey that message. And, and now that I see it arriving to that point, it's really like that the Trojan horse has entered the city and now it's everyone at least has heard the word or at least knows on a basic level how it works. But now it's a matter of really expanding, expanding this to a more you know, a more sustainable, more like level-headed uh, place. And, and the type of language will matter. The yeah, way, that's, that's those important. people that can, like Gary Vee does it really well, for yeah. example. Um, Elon Musk does an okay job with it, but oof, he has his <laughs> He moments. does what he wants to. <laughs> does his, like when he goes and pushes Dogecoin, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, so people like Gary Vee, people like, um, there is plenty of others, and, and even you and, and all the rest that, that, that does this, um, that it will be the fundamental um, step. Yeah, the fundamental step. That one hundred percent. So we we have kind of that, that we both agreed on the point that education is a massive thing, and also also understanding how do we deliver that education. Right. And I mean, obviously, we're delivering it to people or crypto native or for the Web3 space. Okay, that's fine to use language like that. But obviously, if it's people to what is it onboarding people, we need to kind of simplify it. If we're working with brands, think about how we're going to explain the space and not right. in a negative way, not even, not in a like you almost, I feel like naturally people in crypto have got their backups because everybody, from the outside, don't understand. Right. Points a finger and says, "Oh, what's all that? Right. That scam." And then you're like, well, "You don't understand that." So that kind of behavior is, I feel like, is a natural thing. So, right. <laughs> but right. but it is what we do, we do. You're right. It, that needs to change, and we need everybody to be a part of this. And I think once we explain what it is on a very simple level, and we can compare it to what's happening now, hopefully, uh, people and not everyone's going to come on board, but there'll be more people looking and see, see what 
yeah, see, see what obviously what the option. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I, I am happy to hear that a lot of the people that I was talking to five years ago and that didn't listen to me now are getting onboarded and are dabbling in it and etc. So that's that's a massive. So you're not going. I told you so. No, you're not going. <laughs> inside, 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 big time, big time. I see a lot of people, especially like on LinkedIn and etc. And all of a sudden. Like I remember talking to them and, yeah. and all of a sudden, oh, we just launched this, our metaverse headquarters. Really? It's like, ah, okay, now, now you got it. Now you got it. But I'm still happy, you know, yeah. I like, there is no, um, there is no, like anyone that comes in, I'm, I'm happy. And I, I also understand why I, I try to put myself in their shoes at the moment mm. and why my attitude was, was pushing back um but yeah it, it's it's again a fundamental part and but indeed because we will need an army we don't want this to be i think all of us know this is not a fed mm-hmm. um all of us know this is not going to really go away it's going to go in waves there's going to be excitement there's going to be uh, plateaus there's going to be a ton of things but um um eventually in the long term we will see that that kind of like switch happen and it's just because it's the natural thing right mm-hmm. like what do we think that like things will not change forever like yeah. it, it's normal that things will change people are always this always happen new technology comes in or new attitudes new new ways of working etc everyone is like ah this is complete this is the kiddos and etc and then eventually it picks up, we see the advantage of it, and then it becomes normality. And I mean, if you look at really, if you go and look at like the kids, kids like kids from us, you know, like we, we are kids to, let's say web through, web to ex- executive, but the kids from us, like our nephews, our cousins, our sisters, our brothers, 10 year olds are used to the idea of, buying skins on Fortnite and and trading their tokens on Fortnite. yeah i've like one of our co-founders was saying his nephew has bought a hundred skins on Fortnite, six euros each and he's 10 that's 600 euros um so they like for them you don't even have to explain it they're like i've done this since i was a kid the same way that we've done this uh, we've done the whole social media thing Mm-hmm. Um, since like for us it, it just came natural um, so if you look at that and you're like what do we think the natural progression would be those 10 year olds will become 20 year olds eventually and they will go to universities and etc and they will start businesses they will start working you don't have to convince them oh we should get into web3 and etc let's get a consultant let's see what happens blah, blah, blah. they're like yeah in mm-hmm. as they they get into the workforce um they're uh, they don't even need to be onboarded right they're like it's 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 part of part of how they think so that's the thing the point that is my my main um argument is it will happen nonetheless we are fortunate enough to be on that verge where we know that is going to happen yet it's tough to explain it or, or 
realize it, right? In, in your imagination of what does it actually look like? Um, and we have that vision and it's up, it's up on us to, to translate that vision into concrete terms. It's like, yeah. what is your actual benefit? What, is, what can I do with it right now? So that I, I, I kind of taken what you said because that's why I like to take on. That's why I like to explain like the metaverse is we when I explain to somebody who uses social media, right? Where do you spend all your time? Probably like five six hours a day, probably longer for some uh, on your apps on your phone. That is the beginning of the metaverse because it's a digital right. world, but when it's not immersive, and this is just evolved now. Instead of going to our phones, we're gonna it's gonna be within our surroundings, and we're right. we're gonna feel a lot more. Immersed in, in being allowed to interact with digital goods and and whatnot, it's just just like a game. It's like we spend right. like we said, Fortnite is a metaverse. No, yeah, and, and you're yeah. right in saying that this is this this metaverse thing. Everyone thinks it's this new concept that has come out. This is just the progression of what we started twenty yeah. years ago. This is level three of what we started twenty years ago. And indeed, when we started going into if you remember still msn and and myspace and etc and everyone thought that it was absolutely ridiculous like what do you do in these spaces yeah, yeah, remember. and look at us now now there is influencer is a job you know mm-hmm. and, and and all of all companies have to have a social media presence and etc mm-hmm. so it's you know it's it's all it's i find it always a bit funny that we always have to go through the process every time we always have to no, but look it happened and etc yet it, we we have to do it um and yeah and we are the one defining it right um at the time we were told by others and now mm-hmm. we are the ones to tell right yeah right. So, so let's let's move on to uh, I, want, I don't want to not talk about obviously metamundo uh and, and what you guys are doing over there um so 3D and yeah. marketplace. Tell me more about that. Also. Yeah. Um, so the idea with Metamundo was um, two main things. One was we saw the, as, as we said, the, the upcoming metaverse uh, and gaming in general uh, uproar. We saw, for example, Roblox having more users a month than Facebook at one point. Mm-hmm. Roblox has, I think, God knows how many users. Um, it's in the billions. Um, so we saw that gaming uproaring. And then we saw um, a problem with basically standardization, which with the normal idea that everyone is trying to standardize something and then they create a new standard and then new people have to standardize to that standard and yeah. then no one picks up that and no one wins and someone creates a new standard and you have to standardize to that, okay? So we were, these two things, we said, let's focus on 3D, let's do one thing right, mm-hmm. forget PFPs, forget, not, we didn't take the foundation or super rare approach where they have both. Let's focus on one thing. Mark, which is one of the co-founders, his, uh, his background is in architecture. So 3D models and especially for environments were, yeah. so were very familiar for him. Yeah. And then that's one. Let's create a beautiful user experience to 
onboard artists and, and, and buy and sell those assets. And then let's create a layer under it, which is kind of like the core, the engine on, a, on the blockchain level, on the smart contract level, where we have this idea. The idea is kind of, it's basically it's what is called a wrapped NFT. Like you have like wrapped tokens. It's a wrapped NFT in the sense that we take on board the best, most highest polygon count, most beautiful model from, from artists or designers. And then we basically create optimized versions for, for metaverses, which means that we have a decentralized version because the central end has its own standards. Yeah. So polygon counts, meshes, uh, lighting is a bit different, um, all sorts of stuff. And then you have crypto voxels. So now we're talking about a whole new thing, a new format, vox, voxel-based, and et cetera, et cetera. And then you have, we have somnium space and then spatial. So we saw instead of standardizing or creating a new standard for, for these 3D assets, let's optimize these, these, these assets, make them metaverse ready, yeah. and then wrap in the smart contract, wrap these, what we call child NFTs to the parent NFT. And that's the optimized version. And that's one token. So when you get um, one of those, um, you can go and, and put your, your, your assets on your metaverse of preference, and they will be ready for it. You don't have to go and optimize the entire thing, etc. Yeah. And we do that in a yeah, in like usually that's a step outside the marketplace, but we take that on board. So we do a lot of a lot of work for the artists that so that they don't have to think about it. You know, you Sean, I have land you can say I have land on sandbox and I have land on the central land and I like to dabble into spatial, but I don't know which one to choose. Um, should I buy this NFT or should I buy this NFT or should I buy this NFT? And we say, just pick this one and then we'll give you, you don't have to think about where to put it. Right, right. And so that helps the consumer on one side and the artist on the other side. We do all of that kind of like, so do you create the work then? So do you create the work for the artist? So the artist will create it in whatever they choose, they design it for. So let's say an artist, he's used to designing 3D works for Decentraland. So he would give you the, the main design, the design for yeah. Decentraland, and then you will give the alternative yeah. options and create them in-house yeah. for all yeah. these other options. Does he get to pick? Does he say that, okay, then I only want an option for crypto voxel, but I do I don't want for one for spatial or do do you go look this is all we, we work with all these guys you once you once you work with us you get everything as a package exactly that is the case okay the case and not only it's we know that these four are not the only ones mm -hmm. there is going to be new ones coming out yeah. and there is already and we have made sure that it's kind of the smart contract is future proofed which means that we can add more optimized files to it and still maintain that one nft so not that you need and this all works in the metadata yeah okay um so there's going to be wild award which is going to be an unreal engine 5 
uh, type of environment. The other side is an Unreal Engine 5 type of file. We can take those, optimize them, et cetera, and then still wrap it into your one NFT. And when you bought it, you will just basically still be airdropped your, your new optimized version. And that can be done in perpetuity. So ultimately, you as a user, you'd have one NFT in your wallet. And when you connect to whichever metaverse, that NFT will just unlock itself for that that metaverse. Right. Wouldn't it? You won't have to do anything. You, I mean, it's metaverse ready. It's okay. like you don't you don't have to think about. So, for example, now if you had, and there is there is a a whole bunch of things to take in, into consideration. Yeah, polygon count is one. The other one is parcel size, for example. So the sandbox is a ninety six per ninety six. Uh, parcel. Um, the center end is a 16 per 16 size. Mm. It, imagine 3D models are not like physical stuff that if you put it on, they will take the shape of, of that. So if, if I put like, I don't know, uh, now I'm going to put in layman terms, three pixels is the size of the door. Three pixels on a 16 by 16 will look in one way. On a 96 by 96, it will look completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that. So that's the part of the optimization. And then there is, so for example, the central end has has quite a a tricky thing, which is that uh, polygon, for those that don't know what polygon are, is basically the amount of definition that your 3D model has. So it's the amount of triangles. It's kind of like saying the amount of pixels. In your screen right the more pixels you have the more sharp your your image and vice versa with polygon cans um a 16 by 16 uh parcel will have xyz amount of polygons mm-hmm. but if all of a sudden you buy another parcel then your amount of polygons doubles so your existing model will be much more sharper you even have height limits a 16 by 16 you can only build 20 meters high, for example. And then as you get more parcels, and this is, of course, a business decision from their side mm-hmm. to incentivize you to buy, to buy more, um, but that changes a lot um, on, on, on these 3D models. And this, all of this that is happening in the background, you don't have to think about anymore. You're just like, that so is. this is all about interoperability, isn't it? Basically, yeah. it's all about interop- bringing that because that's so important. As as long as we're education, people need to have assets that isn't just for one use case for one project. They can bring it into right. different areas, metaverses in this case. But what you got, the project you guys have taken from what you said to me is that you're solving a problem that basically these other companies are not willing to do exactly. at that point. However. <laughs> Is that sustainable over time? Because and and do, are you guys looking to create an open standard for for these guys to use in the future? Because if they don't do it, we may need someone else to come in and kind of do that well, with them. Because yeah, no, it's 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 a good point, and um, I think there is a couple of things here. Um, two things are well, one is the Central End is a five-year-old company. People forget this. Mm-hmm. The Sandbox is a seven-year-old company. And we cannot wait for them to... And, and this is... I'm not like 
launching an arrow on any of them. They've done <laughs> yes, incredible work. Not attacking. Yeah. But 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 there is. We cannot wait for their limitations, and and just just the very fact that uh, technology will evolve, and we will have Unity-based ones and Unreal Engine one and etc. Um, we cannot. Yeah, as I said, we there is no way to, to create a model that will serve each. Um, we are in contact with all of them. We're in contact with spatial. We're really near to them. Uh, with some in space, with the central end. But one of our investors is one of the biggest landowner in, in the central end, and one of the biggest um, uh, kind of like DAO um, uh, stake. Um, we're talking to people from Sandbox, CryptoVox, and etc. Um, ideally, our ideal board, and this is what we are working on, is direct integrations with them, mm -hmm. which means having an SDK on our side that it makes it kind of like a almost a one-click thing. Until then, this to us seems to be the best approach, just because otherwise. Yeah, otherwise, you know, like you want to be able to put your stuff online now. You know, we we are future proofing that um, that technology, but we also have the urgency of being able to do it at the moment. And this is the best approach for now. Um, until those integrations are set in place and 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 like technology will evolve and et cetera. And some of it is just beyond the technical lim limitation. Some of them are just business decisions and business decisions will change from business to business. Mm -hmm. And yeah, having a um, kind of like a one, one way takes all approach. We don't know which one is going to be the defining platform. There isn't yet, there isn't yet okay, this is the winner kind of thing, right? We don't know if it's gonna be the central end or the sandbox or, or new ones that are coming, which are a real engine five, super sharp stuff that, that looks amazing. Are those more enticing? Um, we don't like the other part that, that we don't talk about is one, these metaverses are fairly under constructed. If you go into a metaverse, there's a lot of land that is just empty land. Yeah. Um, second thing is, um, it's you need a huge amount of 3D designers. And this is why I was saying you need an army. We need an insane amount of 3D designers to do this. And if we don't make it easy for them, then they won't on board. So we, this is us lowering the obstacle to entry, right? Okay. Um, so there is those two points, and then three is we don't know what's gonna what's gonna be in the future. You know, mm -hmm. like this Unreal Engine Five has been like it's a it's, looks like it's a game changer. What if a new one comes out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So let's future proof this stuff so that we can implement them without without trying to push our way because we've seen and we've we've had talks. There was there's a bit of alpha too. We used to have, um, we still do actually, um, a meeting every, I think once every two weeks called Project Wagme. Mm -hmm. And this was a meeting with all the heads 
of the central end uh sandbox we even had the the founder of second life wow. it was started by by spatial there was them and we were trying to figure out let's find one standard and we all realized that it's not an easy fix it's really not it's really mm. really really not um especially for 3d models the beautiful thing about jpegs is that they are interoperable by nature yeah, a yeah. jpeg is a jpeg uh, but we haven't had that moment with with 3d models um we didn't we didn't have the mp3 moment format with mm -hmm. 3d models yet obj looks like it's the one and this is just environments if you start adding avatars which are vrm files which need interoperability to the rigging so to the movement of, mm -hmm. so you have to take kind of like the core rigging to it and make that interoperable then you add a whole new layer of of, of complexity to it so what our best approach and we saw that that's the one that, that works best is let's be the shovel to the gold it's yeah. we don't want to be a new shiny rock of gold we don't want to there is plenty of it let's be the shovel that digs gold and that's a lot of times is we see tons of metaverses everyone is building a metaverse everyone is building and like there is going to be a point where one winner takes all and all of this will will disappear but before we arrive to the point we need a lot of shovels to, yep. to dig this build the tools which is i think is equally yeah. important as building all these platforms and yeah like right. all these amazing projects and uh, and whatnot um yeah okay then so now you've explained that that does make a bit of, a bit more sense on your approach and mm. it does kind of sway me to think that maybe yeah that isn't the way to do it what open stand uh, open standards because one thing or two obviously there's initially these companies they're the competition and if right. you have an open standard and one one company has been here for like 20 years big ip and they're giving them the same yeah. same spec as these guys what's the incentive for these guys to do that um yeah that's that's right that is actually changing that's maybe that might, that, that might happen through like companies that are out the web three space they might take that approach but for web two companies or companies that have been around mm. is that going to be the case yeah well i mean I think eventually it will be. And we've seen that with, with 3D engines. We mm -hmm. saw that 3ds Max was, was a big one, Unity was a big one, et cetera. And then we started seeing um, Blender and mm -hmm. open sourcing everything run by the community, people are building, et cetera. And Blender is basically the standard now. Like if you're starting, most 3D designers will have some knowledge of Blender and Blender is kind of like, the one the go-to one um i think eventually we will start seeing that mp3 moment which is yeah. okay one format wins all and obj looks like it's becoming that uh on avatars that's that's still to be defined um but until then how do we approach it right mm. so yeah. Okay. Eventually, I look forward to that moment, um, but you you have to cater for like if you want development to 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 continue, you have to cater for for 
for what's happening right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So listen, I want to do, before we round it over one, your personal views on, I mean, is there, you collect NFTs, I assume. Yep. Um, what has been your favorite project or entity that you collected mm. so far um, or anything you plan on getting? Uh, maybe two questions in one. <laughs> yeah. If, or if you had to, if you haven't got one that you say, who would you say like, look, this is amazing. Is, this, is not, uh, this is not chill. This is not. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. It's just your opinion. Um, there's definitely more projects that I would like to get than projects that I, <laughs> that I, that I have because there is so there's a lot of really interesting stuff um gosh so much stuff um i think i mean to be honest one of the project that i let's say a blue chip project that i still look at and am still so um amazed by the, the execution mostly and kind of like the attitude towards the community, the the, and that would be Azuki, just because, and maybe because I'm a sucker for for Japanese style uh, mm -hmm. stuff, um, but just their whole, like the level of execution, the um, the approach and etc. No one talks about Azuki is a blue chip project that no one gives a bad rap. To, they they create their own token standard for the starters. Their own contract. They're really. I mean, imagine that. And and that's, it's a huge difference. Like they yeah. they even push to do that. Um, yeah, the, like board apes and etc. And, and they of course they get a bunch of bad rap because various things. Azuki is on that level yet. We it's it's awesome to see that you don't need to be kind of like this pushy on growth and, and, and trying to get as much money as possible to be a blue chip project, yeah. right? And if you just execute to the minimum details, um, keep growing um, naturally and organically with, the, with actual interest from the community on the aesthetics, on, on, on what they're doing, you can become a big project. So that's, one maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll categorize them into into um into oh, blue okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. um another amazing project that is fairly under the radar but i think the re the reason they are under the radar is because there is so much going on inside of it and this is, it's one of our partners and, and this is not shilling our partners. Yeah. I just, I love them uh, so much. It's called Totem. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. ever heard of Totem. And these guys have built more things that I've seen any other projects build. They've built a whole operative system. Okay. Um, literally a Web3 operative system where you can go and upload your tokens and start staking them and et cetera. They have, they have their own token, Citizen. And then the entire story behind it, it's like, it's all intricate. And, and, and there is the, this level of kind of like, um, there is this, this aesthetics of, yeah, very like almost religious aesthetics, mm -hmm. kind of um, 
yeah, there is some magic to it. Uh, it's, it's difficult to explain. It's a PFP though, it's, a PFP project. Is it a PFP? Uh, the, their main project is called Xoid and it yeah. is a PFP, yeah. but they are, they are moving along. They're doing the hologenetics drop. Now it's, um, it's, it's an avatar and etc. They've built their own metaverse called Metaverse. And that's also mm -hmm. amazing. The guys behind it, it's, it's like a, I think it's 70 people uh, company behind it. Wow. And, and still they have like a fairly big following and those that follow them are diehards. I just feel like there is so much going on in there that even trying to get in. And if you lose one minute, you've lost the entire yeah. story plot. But story, the, their storyline, it's unbelievable. The aesthetics, it's, they have these super famous tattoo artists as a creative director. And, and the guys are like just proper, like just building, just, just doing good. They do a lot of um, NGO stuff. Um, they, yeah, I, I could talk about them. Okay. I, I, it's difficult to, for me to explain precisely why I love it so much. Is there is something, yeah, almost intuitively to it. I would definitely say .totem.earth. Guys, go and check it out. Uh, shout out to Shaq and, and, and the rest. Um, that's one of the projects that I would say. I think it's on the, um, the 0 0.5 floor price range, okay. let's say. But completely under like they're they're the classic case of under promising over delivering over delivering by far right right yeah, it's it's okay. it's incredible work well, definitely go um, check that one out the tip. yeah i think i'm gonna stop there what i'm gonna move we want to then if we if, if talked about the project i want to hear about what industry mm. you're more, more excited to see the NFT space going into now, like I mean, I mean, there's many. I know there's there's anything, but yeah. there's anything that, like I said, personal to you. No, I mean I think we touched upon it um, today quite a lot. It's music. Okay, it's music. It That's is music by far. It's is that one, and of course because it's a personal thing, mm -hmm. but like all the pieces are coming together for this puzzle to to be complete. Um, I truly, truly, truly think 2023 will be the music NFT year. Um, it takes a bit of time. And, it, you know, the good thing about music is it's a worldwide thing. There isn't, you know, there isn't people can say, well, I like art. I don't like art. I don't like this type of art, etc." There isn't anyone that doesn't like music. The problem is going to be onboarding a whole bunch of musicians in. Mm. That's what we're missing. Yeah. Technology is there. People, there is already some buzz to it. There is already like stuff are bubbling up. We need good quality music in it. We need to onboard these musicians. Um, and it's a tough job. It's really tough to convince in. The, the, the good news is I have seen, I've seen the other day, um, a guy basically he was doing a dj set and behind him he had a screen and he just put a qr code on it the qr code sent to his music nft on on catalog mm -hmm. and i think he said in his two hours dj set 
he made more money than he did in the past six years of Spotify. Crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. to the ones, if you are listening to this and you are a musician, please go and get what you're owed. Um, you guys have been struggling for years and years and years and years, and it doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon, apart from doing this step. And I'm, I'm not trying to convince you coming to Web3 in that way. You see, this is me trying to, <laughs> I'm learning my lesson. Um, but please do, do double in it. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You can have your Spotify, your SoundCloud, etc. You can do your live stuff and have um, some, some NFT to sell. Unless we have really good artists. And we're starting to get some of it. Um, we, saw, we started seeing Audius. With, with Skrillex and etc. Mm-hmm. So I've seen Blau, so I've seen Diplo, so I've seen Nas, so I've seen Snoop Dogg. So it's happening, but we need we need scale. The, the yeah. good thing that Spotify does really well it's we have 80 million tracks readily accessible to you in one click. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, a long, long, long to go. Okay, so I'm going to round it off uh, to a question that I asked. A lot of my guests and i thought it's gonna be interesting i hope I'm, I'm looking for a good answer from you i'm really excited to hear what you say right. so uh, so no i want to <laughs> <laughs> so i want to ask you okay so 10 years from now um you wake up in the morning mm. how does the world look how we, how are you using the metaverse nfts in your from from your way so i want you to describe from your waking up you get out of your bed where does this tech sort of where does it if, where is it in your life and how are you using it and how are other people using it you're around i i mean the way that i see it i, well, I want to answer as you wake oh, up i don't i don't okay. want to answer so i want to wake okay, up okay, okay, okay. get out of bed and then this is here well that is there. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay uh this is a tough one this yeah, is a good, it's a good one <laughs> Um, I wake up, I get, um, I get into the shower, I have kind of um, her like, I mean, I, I feel like this is obvious, but I think yeah. it will be the case. Siri sort of her like um, voice telling me, here's my agenda points and etc. And this is Again, very dystopian movie thing, but it's really, uh, I think it's going to happen. My screen on like the, the, the shower uh, glass, it's a kind of like almost AR-like situation where it tells me kind of like, um, yeah, fridge is empty, this kind of stuff. That, mm-hmm. that for, will for sure happen. I, I think, we will still have to shave and 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 trim and whatever in the same way that we've done for centuries. I don't yeah. think. I hope so. Things, yeah. <laughs> I don't lose things like that, like but yeah, things yeah. Like maintenance, general maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will have. I will not go to the office, and if I have to go to somewhere else, it's going to be. Um, very likely, um, yeah, kind of like a pool taxi, very likely being self-driving, mm-hmm. very likely. 
um, I think communities will start becoming neighborhoods and communities will start becoming more um, okay I'm, 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 I'm diverging again yeah. um, I will my neighbors and my my peers around me will kind of be into their own bubbles in the sense that we will have almost a token that is it's not even i i believe money won't be really a thing okay maybe i'm, I'm thinking too far you're saying just 10 10 years here maybe i'm thinking 30 years but i truly believe the entire idea of money as an exchange of there is going to be just the core of money which mm -hmm. is not the exchange of physical goods and etc but it's exchange of value in a in an almost credibility way like i do this for you you do this for me like we are kind of like almost um yeah exchanging these tokens that are valuable only within my neighborhood and etc and i think unfortunately i also think corporations will define we will start seeing we already see like the link between healthcare and work. And I think we start, we're going to start seeing uh, the link between work and healthcare and almost this UBI layer where the company you work with gives you X amount of token or credits and that allows you to um, have some sort of um, yeah, agency within your neighborhood within your ecosystem mm -hmm. um again maybe i'm thinking too far 10 years it's a bit, it's a bit... <laughs> maybe I, I, li I like the the idea of the neighborhood um is what got me thinking when you said that i thought you were going to say is that you bought your neighborhood that you live in you won't buy down to you won't buy and go live in a neighborhood down to the area if the type of area is affluent areas or whatever mm. you buy it down to how how linked these yeah. people of what like what's in your wallet right so yeah yeah, yeah. so like likes and similarities like almost like that okay that i'm going to buy in this neighborhood because the majority of people exactly. in this community have got similarities within my wallet yeah that would be really and, I mean, and, and this is and this is kind of like happening already if i look at your wallet which i can do yeah, eventually yeah. i will know whether or not you know i think it will kind of become almost the new you know, when, when they're taking data from our social media, they will define, basically defines your behavior and possibly your your, your, your psychology. Yeah. If I look at your wallet, I know whether or not we will kick it and we will link and et cetera. Oh, he's bought this project and this project. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, blah, blah, blah. The amount of times, uh, the frequency of things, how high your, like the floor price of stuff that you bought, mm -hmm. it tells me a lot about yourself from a creative standpoint to a kind of like, you know, there is a lot of reputation within yeah, your wallet. Yeah. And I think there will be moments in 10 years for sure, where the history of your wallet, now there is only like a year, two years, three years, whatever. Even, even people that we know that have bought, for example, cryptocurrencies in 2012 or 13, if I know that there is a, a reputation that comes with it, 
if I know you have a, a board ape, there is a reputation that comes with it. Mm -hmm. And that will start defining in real life stuff. Yeah. It will start defining, and it's already happening. It's all the own a board ape can go to this party. Mm -hmm. And it, it will start defining a lot of, a lot of what we are. Um, because it is, it is um, in a way, and we cannot lie to ourselves, it is a status symbol. It is a, it is a branding thing. It is, I belong to this community. You know, almost, we've always done that from like a human standpoint, like tribe-like situation. <laughs> so I think, I think real life neighborhoods and, and we start being um, shaped by, by this, these new variables. Mm. and it's an interesting process and i mean i look forward to that you know i rather prefer living with someone that i know we kick on to on art and creativity and, and what music they're buying etc rather than basically their salary price right by now we are defining where we live based on how much we earn uh, a year because that's the rent price in the neighborhood yeah. And that's how much we can afford. And that's a terrible way to, to split people. Mm -hmm. and that's a terrible way to also, like, it's a terrible way to create, um, like, yeah, yeah, and, like, ghettos and then pushing people out of things yeah. and this kind of stuff. Imagine. Okay. Yeah, I love that, man. Like, um, that, yeah, it's an interesting thing that we think about. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what comes to light after yeah. 10 years to see what you've said what other people have said and i wish that we could do like uh uh at uh remind me in 10 years kind yeah, of well, like, we're uh, gonna have to well i've got quite a few um obviously visions and and different perspectives so i'll, I'll definitely go back and do you can i ask you one last question before we go yeah, um, do you start have you seen patterns like people telling the same thing yeah, Ooh, that's see, and the thing is, it's more around the tech more so than mm. the NFTs because the NFTs are just gonna, it's not gonna change anything. It's just gonna make, it's just gonna ch change processes and make them a bit more efficient mm. than they are. So right. they, they don't, they, they, repeat, they repeat themselves a lot when they talk about NFTs, but the whole, the met, living in the metaverse, not going to work, mm. uh, self-driving cars, mm. um, yeah. augmented reality, the, the whole yeah. having the screen and right. somebody telling you okay this is what especially what a lot of people just say this is what i want this is what's going to happen today right. and you have your schedule set and you'll go here and go there and whatnot so right. that's something i see repeatedly repeatedly said a lot but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll keep going and uh we'll yeah well, yeah but that's the thing i mean i always always also like to define it from from the social standpoint because the tech is the tech but yeah. it changes the way we behave um yeah. quite a lot that's that's an interesting perspective yeah yeah <laughs> it, it is but antonio uh thank you for coming on today and sharing us My pleasure with all your knowledge and gems and your background and i think it's been an interesting conversation people are going to take a lot from it because we just it's been natural flow and we didn't really set stick to anything right. we just kind of talked about the space and where we think it's going to go and bottlenecks and how it can grow which i think is important and you're contributing and doing a lot of things and I'm, I'm looking forward to see all the other things you are set to do that we haven't talked about uh, which we'll definitely have to get you back on again to talk about at a later stage um where can anyone find you if they want to connect um yeah i am constantly on discord 
Um, Discord.gg slash Metamundo. I'll be there. Uh, pop, me, um, pop me a message. My DMs are open. Um, I, I would be more than happy to guide you into Metamundo and just chat in, in our server. And, and yeah, we can, we can do this in, a, in, a, in, in, in Discord. Um, thank you so much, Sean, for having me again. Again, I, I truly think you guys are doing God's work. So keep going. Um, looking forward to seeing you maybe in real life in London or... Yeah, we're going to have to, man. I know that you was here the other day, was you? Was you here last week? Last week? You... Uh, not in London, no. Oh, okay. I will come probably end of May. Hit me up. Oh, Let me know. Just drop yeah. me a DM and I'll sure. definitely look at meet up. But uh, thank you again. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Everyone stay listening and stay blessed. Thank you.